Welcome to the Sales Not Selling Podcast, where veteran sales professional Stacy Garrett will cover topics that will help you be more successful at sales without selling. Without selling. Learn tips and tricks for success, as well as ways to be your best authentic self. Hey there, and thanks for joining me on my podcast, Sales Not Selling. My name is Stacey Garrett, and I've been in promotional product sales since 1999. I started when I was about, oh, 12. No, not really. But it's hard to believe that I could be old enough to be in sales for over 20 years. I sell products that clients put their logos on to use for advertising or as gifts for their clients or employees. As you can imagine, this is a competitive industry, but even with that, I have been able to be in the top 1% of sales professionals in my industry for several years. I say that not in any way to brag, but to let you know that it can be done and you can stay your authentic self during the process. Today, I'm going to talk about the value of continuing to learn, no matter what stage you're at in your sales career. I've always been a lifelong learner and absolutely love hearing from other professionals and how they do things. I feel like I have an opportunity to learn something new, even a little tip or trick from anyone that I'm willing to listen to. Since you're listening to this podcast on sales, you probably see the value in learning new things, but I'm shocked, seriously shocked at the number of sales professionals and honestly professionals in general that just don't have any desire to continue learning. Honestly, to each their own, for sure. But I would like to talk about all the ways that you can learn and maybe even shift your mindset to one of always trying to improve. I feel like there is a university worth of education available while you're in your car. Okay, maybe not right now as we are still in the middle of social distancing in Oregon, but normally you can get hours a day of education in your car. You just have to take the approach that it's part of your personal or professional development. The argument I often hear is that people want to listen to music in their car and don't want to have to think. And I absolutely understand that. And one suggestion I have is to find a balance. Listen to a podcast or audiobook on your way to work and maybe between sales meetings or meetings in general to help inspire you. And then on the way home, you crank those tunes. It gives you a little bit of both. And I'm going to be totally honest with you. A good podcast or audiobook is kind of hard to stop listening to. The owner of Ideation, Nate Bailey, and I often joke about how we sit outside the office or even in our driveway at home, not wanting to stop listening to a great audiobook or podcast. So here are a few ways you can continue learning. Audiobooks, obviously. Books, yep, that old-fashioned paper kind. Podcasts, like this one. Oh, and hey, in case I don't mention it, don't forget to subscribe when you're finished with this. Um, webinars, conferences, classes, and then, of course, listening to others in real life. First, I will talk about audiobooks. These are more of a time commitment, but oh my goodness, so much knowledge. I even believe that personal development books, audio or paper, can be as valuable as professional development because the happier you are in your life, the better you are in your career. I personally subscribe to Audible so that I can constantly listen to different books. Some relate to sales, but most of them are more about mindset, habits, or just being a better me. I absolutely loved listening to Rachel Hollis read her audiobooks, Girl Stop Apologizing and Girl Wash Your Face, for examples. They gave me so many insights that helped me personally and professionally and just helped me remember that I don't know everything and I should really be open to learning more. I also recently listened to the audiobook, What's Going Well, 
by Greg Bell. In all honesty, it was great, great. But this is an example where the hard copy would have been even better so that I could have taken notes in it. The list of books is so long, it's hard to list them all. But I even like to try less known authors because I love supporting someone that is super knowledgeable and just trying to share their knowledge, which is a little harder when you're less well-known. There have been several books that I have listened to that I wish I had the old school copy of, like Greg Bell's uh, book, What's Going Well. I just know myself, and I'm much more likely to listen to a book than to read it. Recently, in my home office, I set up a comfy chair and blanket so that I can still be in my work environment, but can sit back and focus on a book. I'm currently reading the paper version of Five Dysfunctions of a Team by Patrick Lencioni and knew that if I had to read it in my personal space on the couch, all cozy, I wouldn't get it read very quickly. So this book was a catalyst for the change in my home office, and I'm kind of hoping it works. I'm also a huge fan of podcasts, which is part of why I started my own. I enjoy listening to shorter bits of information. It just keeps my attention. Most of my podcasts are personal or professional development related. My all-time favorite, seriously, all-time favorite podcast is How I Built This by Guy Raz. It's all business related, but not necessarily my business. I'm always inspired by listening to how these household name companies got their starts. There's stories that he's shared like Home Depot, Warby Parker, and Southwest Airlines, where he interviews the founders of these companies. I'm inspired by the hard work and creativity that some of these founders have put into their businesses. I've even been to a live taping of how I built this. Wait, it's probably not called taping anymore. Okay, so I was at a live recording of one of his shows in Portland, Oregon, where they interviewed the founder of Tofurky. I'd never tried that product, but it was more about the story of what he went through to get to where he's at. It isn't all sales, but it's about learning from others. One issue I have is that I don't have enough time in the car for all the learning I want to do with podcasts and audiobooks. I guess that's good because I don't have a long commute, even outside of social distancing, which is also good for the environment, but it leaves me wanting more time to listen and learn. I've asked so many people where they listen to podcasts, and I've heard people listen to them at the gym while they're working out, on their walks, while they cook, or even while they work. I'm not really good about listening at work unless I want to stop everything I'm doing and just listen. But I say, find the way that works best for you. And listen, and figure out a way to make a part of your daily habit. Start with something that really interests you. I mean, of course, like this podcast. And I think you'll find that it's somewhat easy to form that habit. Another super valuable way to continue learning is with webinars. This has never been easier to do than right now with all the social distancing. There is practically a webinar every day that I would be interested in attending. So I'm having to try and limit it to one a week, but some weeks there are two that I just can't resist. Webinar I recently went to was put on by Comcast Business, and it included a very well-known advertising agency that talked about shifts in this new marketplace. It was absolutely wonderful to have access to these incredible speakers from the comfort of my home office without having to drive anywhere. Comcast Business has done a great job of quickly offering some valuable webinars for small businesses, and everyone that I've seen has been free of charge. And honestly, honestly, in no way a sales pitch. They're just offering value to a market that they serve. And in my opinion, they serve very well. Talk about selling in a way that doesn't feel like selling. Home run, in my opinion. 
Most of these webinars are fairly short, and since you don't have to drive anywhere, they're a great opportunity to sit back, grab a cup of coffee, and learn something new. Check out resources on LinkedIn, sign up for one, and I think you'll find that once you sign up for one, you're going to want to do more. I know I did. Conferences and classes can sometimes go hand in hand. For years, I've gone to my annual industry conference in Las Vegas, where I get an opportunity to attend industry-specific classes from amazing speakers that are talking specifically about the things that relate to my industry. One time I took a class on Outlook because I was learning from someone that does what I do. And so I thought, yeah, maybe he might have some tricks on managing my Outlook that not every other class would address. And sure enough, he did. I changed my Outlook management and all because I was willing to admit that maybe I don't know everything there was to know about Outlook. I now run my inbox at zero. Yep. You heard that right. No emails in my inbox. Feel free to DM me if you want to talk about, uh, talk more about this because it really revolutionized my email management. The more immediate future will make conferences look a little different, I think. A couple weeks ago, I attended my first ever live virtual conference. It was an all-day event with a great speaker lineup. I absolutely loved it. I had a front row seat to some great speakers, including the hosts of the conference, Rachel and Dave Hollis. It had some limitations, of course, but mostly it was just awesome. And I attended virtually, of course, with a couple friends of mine. And we had a chat window going the whole time to have dialogue of what was being said and what we loved. The added bonus is you could take a bathroom break without walking through crowds of people. I think this may be something that sticks after social distancing is over, but we'll see. I also attend conferences for access to other professionals that want to learn more about the same things I want to learn about, you know, also known as networking. I've met so many professionals at conferences that I just connect so well with that we stay in touch and share ideas and best practices and also provide guidance when we're not sure how to handle something. I love learning from people I know and respect. I'm always asking people how they do something, how they handled a certain situation. Maybe it's related to work, a client, a coworker, or just life. It's really great to learn from other people's examples. But the key here is to being open to listening to what other people have to say, and then taking the bits that can improve your skills personally or professionally. Have you ever talked to that person that asked for advice and then had every excuse in the book of why that wouldn't work? Oh, I've had these conversations so many times. Might also be part of why I started this podcast. Try not to be that person. Everyone does things differently. And if you ask for advice from someone, know it's based on their experience and be open to think about how you might be able to apply those to the way that you work. My Outlook approach is a great example. Many people could never envision an inbox with zero emails. And that's okay. But at least be open to the idea of asking and maybe figuring out a combination of ways that help you do something better. I hope this podcast has reinforced the value of continuing to learn and maybe even inspired you to try some new ways of learning now and in the future. I really appreciate you joining me. Please feel free to find me on LinkedIn at Stacy Garrett 29. That's S T A C Y G A R R E T T. And then lucky number 29. Or follow my podcast page on LinkedIn or Facebook by looking up sales, not selling. You can also press subscribe to get this podcast direct to your podcast listening device as new episodes are created. I'm always open to suggestions and discussions about the podcast or other topics you want to explore here. Have a wonderful day and keep on being the best you.